All right, hope everybody's doing good. This is another edition of KC Music Talk. Uh, I am here today with a piano player, singer, and musician in Kansas City, Tiffany Barbie. How you doing? Nice to see you. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Uh, so uh, we talked the other night over Dave's Jam a little bit, and I, mm -hmm. I've seen you out at, at some of the jams over the last couple of years, and um, yeah. So it's always fun. You're you're always in a good mood on stage. You, well, you have good energy on stage, which I've always been, that's always nice. Thank you for noticing. Yeah. I, I try to do that. You know, I've always felt like, you know, we have a choice. We have a choice to be happy or not, and I've chosen to be happy. Mm -hmm. Always. And I just, that's my choice. Yeah, that's good. I mean, I know a lot of the musicians, especially this happens a little bit of jams where they can get up and if they don't get up with quite the right person or whatever they kind of just get a little bummed and, and you can mm -hmm. see it on stage and it, yeah. it really kind of kind of bums the audience out yeah you, you know? have to be careful with that always be aware that people are watching you right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's a bit it's even a big if, deal even if you're not a star you know people are watching you and so just always try to be happy Mm. Yeah. Look like you like being up on stage right now. Actually, yeah. 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 And even if you uh, come across a situation where things aren't happening quite the way that you want, don't let it show on your face. You know, you know, portray whatever you want to happen and then make it go there. You know, I really mm -hmm. think you can do that. I really do believe you can do that. Oh yeah, yeah. So you were telling me before we started that you you've you've played kind of a Kind of a long time here. Tell, tell us a little bit about yeah, your career. Yeah, I started. Uh -huh. I started when I was like six or seven years old in uh, gospel music in Arkansas, and uh, so I'm 57 this year. Mm -hmm. So I've been playing music professionally yeah. for 50 years. <laughs> so I do think um, I might know what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. I hope by now. Yeah, and you said you started on guitar, right? Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Guitar, you have to have calluses. Piano, it doesn't hurt to play. Mm -hmm. So so sometimes I give up the guitar and the mandolin and the other stringed instruments for a while because the piano is so easy and you can have fingernails and you can be a girl. And <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that's the truth. Yeah, yeah. And you and I think you were saying too that uh, you thought the piano was a little easier to see. Oh, completely. Right? You can see the patterns, the patterns that are here, the two, the three, the two, and you can everything, every, all the patterns that are on the piano. I can see them, uh, mm -hmm. and it's not as easy to see on the guitar. They don't come out. Yeah. As easy on the guitar or the other stringed instruments. You have to find the way. The piano, it's this. This is the way that it should be, and then it goes to all the other instruments. It's mm -hmm. kind of the way that I think of it, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If that makes sense. Sure. Yeah. Like that's the way that it's laid out. Now you learn that. Let's put it to the other instruments. Mm -hmm, sure. If, did Did you ever? Um, did you ever? Or are you right now like running your own band, or have you played mostly in other people's bands, or how? How's oh, that? for yeah. fifty years, yeah. there's been a lot of stuff. Sure, yeah. <laughs> I've been doing this for fifty years. I've been in shows. I've been in mm -hmm. Vegas. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, mm -hmm. you know. But uh, 
playing solo is probably what I've done the most mm -hmm. and then add other people but when I can I, I pound out a left hand you know so mm -hmm. I don't need a bass player mm -hmm. and so you know I can I can play by myself I you know I've never really had to have a band when I have to have a band I'm gonna have a drummer because I pound out the left I don't need a bass player mm -hmm. to to like you know, because a lot of times I have to pull my left hand up when I'm playing with a, a mm -hmm. band because I've, I've got a bass line that I'm doing. Well, it might not be the same bass line that the bass player is doing, so i got to pull this hand up in the middle and, like, sit on it half the time, mm -hmm. you know, because I've got this bass line in my head, you know. Right. And uh, so, so... You're fighting with each other. Yeah. So if, left, if yeah. I were to have one other person that I would hire, first would be percussion. Mm -hmm. Percussion. Yeah. Hands down. Yeah. Percussion. Because yeah. I've got, you know, I got enough going on here that I can hire a percussion person and have two pieces. But I married someone who sings bass and plays harmonica and plays percussion. And so, so now Craig and I are... We're working it out, you know. Mm -hmm. It's it's awesome. Yeah, sure. He's got two years to retirement, and then we're hitting the road, man. We're we're moving south for one thing. We're getting out of the ice and yeah. the snow. <laughs> Looking oh, right in the camera. Oh, over it, huh? <laughs> Done with the ice and the snow. Uh, no, yeah, I'm from Arkansas. Sure. You know, it's 20 degrees warmer every day in Arkansas. Plus, I'm the one that's going to have to or get to deal with my mother and my father, mm -hmm. you know, when things happen. So we're moving south yeah, in sure. two years. Yeah, yeah. As soon as he retires, we're, we're heading south. And I'll just recreate my... Uh, I, I play a lot of retirement homes. Mm -hmm. And what you do... Because here come all of us baby boomers. And so all the retirement homes are popping up on every corner. And you just walk in. And there's a piano in there, typically. And you walk in. And you say, can I play you a song? And you play me a song. I'm the piano man, you know. Mm -hmm. And I give them my card. And I've got a job, you know. So I can, I can drum up jobs down wherever we move as well. Sure. You know, I've yeah. got 40 a month retirement home jobs right now in Kansas City. Holy crap. Yeah. yeah wow. I play a lot yeah. of retirement homes and I make as much for one hour at the retirement home as I ever did disregarding tips right. at any four hour gig. So yeah. one hour at the retirement home right. I make the same money because they have budgets. Sure. You know, so None of my friends have to worry about me trying to get any of their nighttime gig jobs. I'm not, I'm not going after any of their gigs, you know, not ever happening. I was going to ask you, what do, what do you like playing? Do you like, do you like playing in bands better than by yourself or are they just different or how do you, it's different. It's, it's different. different. Um, when I play by myself and when I've got an audience and I can just like, what do you want to hear? I got Patsy Cline to Frank Sinatra. What do you want? And and if and I know I know thousands and thousands of songs and and some of them all the way through some of them snippets 
but enough to keep them happy. Mm-hmm. You know, they want to hear a little bit of this, I got it. They want to hear a little bit of that, I got it. You know, um, but I think you've probably noticed because we met at Knuckleheads that when um, I get to play with a band, um, it's a whole different thing for me. It's like an enjoyable thing that has nothing to do with, it's not a job. You know, when I, when I go set in at Knuckleheads on a Saturday afternoon, I'm not there trying to get a job. I'm not there trying to go look at me. I'm just trying to enjoy myself mm-hmm. because I play a lot of music yeah. every day and sometimes two or three times a day. Um, I can fit in two or three gigs a day and make as much in one gig as you make in four hours at a nightclub. So it makes sense, you know, to pursue those, uh, you know, it makes sense to pursue those gigs. You know, and and there's different enjoyment. You know, when I'm there by myself and 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 somebody says, can you play crazy, you know, yeah. And then, then they want to hear, you know, this. Yeah, I can, boom, boom. And I don't have to worry about whether the guys can play it because I got it. Yeah. And I know how much of it I know. Mm-hmm. I can do this much of that song or this much of that song or this much if they're dancing. Right. So I have played most of my life as a solo person and made a lot of money that way. But I do enjoy playing with the band at knuckleheads because there's just other it's like i don't know how to describe it it's like um it's like if you cook and somebody else comes along and adds a little different flavor to whatever you're cooking you know what I'm, is that a, is that a good analogy? Yeah, I know what you mean. Because you, well, you're yeah. used to cooking it a certain way, and then they add a flavor, and they're and, like, and it's "Boom!" Let's throw yeah. that in there. And you're like, "That tastes good." Mm-hmm. Well, the same thing whenever you know, whenever I'm playing with other musicians, sure. and 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 as, and, and, and I think you, because I've listened to you play with other musicians, um, setting in with different flavors. You can play blues. You can play country. You can play whatever is called for and that's kind of what I do it's whatever's called for mm-hmm. um, a lot of the gigs um, they have themes and like coming up is St. Pat's so I have to brush up on all of my when Iris eyes are smiling you know and old Danny boy and sure. all of the Irish stuff you know um, one of the most poignant um, performances that I ever had was Christmas time two years ago when we were at a memory care facility when they couldn't remember their family they can't remember what they had for breakfast they can't remember anything Mm. but they can remember Christmas songs yeah yeah that's pretty and they amazing, were singing isn't it? the Christmas yeah. songs. And my husband and I, after this one particular event, this was two years ago, we got in the car and we looked at each other and we just held each other's hands and we just started bawling because mm-hmm. it was just, they knew the words to those songs. They didn't know what they had for breakfast. They didn't mm-hmm. know their families. They don't remember anything about their lives, but they remember those songs. Yeah, that's kind of an amazing thing about music is that because that that's long term memory right there. 
And when the, and the, the meals is in the short term, obviously, you know, so that, and I've heard that a lot with people. My, uh, my grandpa is getting, getting like that. He's played for forever and it's pretty funny how he remembers all these songs and then there's other things he, you know, is kind of yeah. slipping a little bit right now, but, uh, that, that's just, but I think there's, it's, it's hitting your brain in like a million spots and that's, there's gotta be something there and I don't know neuro, there's, there's neurological you know, I'm not a neuroscientist or whatever, but there's, there's something there about the, the, and also I would think the, not just the memory of hearing the song, but there's gotta be like, like literal memories with it too. You know, this one time in high school when it came out, yada, yada, you know, like, yeah. And uh, even, but even uh, when I, when I taught vacation Bible school, um, they, they teach things in music. They they couch it in music form, right, you know. Right. So everything's in music form, and you can learn it if it's in music form. We remember the songs if. Sure. So there's a lot of there's stuff with that, you know, and and I've, I've never really studied it, you know, and all that, but I've studied it as living it, and I can tell you that's true. Mm-hmm. That people remember songs, they will remember songs. Uh, not only Christmas, but like. Um, when I go to, uh, there's three levels of the retirement homes. Mm-hmm. There's just retired, mm-hmm. which is independent living. They're yeah. going out and going out in the car, and they're going to Walmart, and they're doing all. Don't you know, do things for them that they can do for themselves. But yeah, but, yeah. but they're but they're paying for their monthly sure. thing, and nobody you know they don't have to mow their lawn and right. all that you know. Then the second one is is when they start assisted, when they need yeah. assistance, you know, they need, they're, they're, you know, a little mobility, but still going on here, but little mobility problem. Yeah. The third one is the memory care, when they really can't remember. And not only Christmas songs, but songs like Route 66, well, if you ever plan to motor west, and they just, they their toes start tapping <laughs> and their fingers, I mean, hmm. you know, there's just nothing like it, and I leave there feeling like I have done something that is bigger than mm-hmm. just a job. Mm-hmm. If you get my drift. Oh yeah, totally. You know. Well, it's funny that that those those ladies or whoever's there, you know, they 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 were probably bummed all day. No it's possible, you know, and then possibly. they get, and then they get, and somebody that, comes in with and a all little of a sudden, bit, yes. you know, and, so I come in like sunshine, because you know, my, like my sunshine, dad, yeah. yeah, actually, my nickname was sunshine, my <laughs> dad said, you are my sunshine, yeah. my only. so I kind of decided when I was a kid that my job was to be sunshine, yeah, so I kind of took that, mm-hmm. and ran with it yeah it's really important it's it's kind of a on a cheesier deeper route you know of all the stuff in the the what seems like more important things in the world this this happened on 9-11 they were talking about to our college that because we went to orchestra and they're like well with all the stuff you know this seems like a really irrelevant class or whatever to go to. And they were like, yeah, that, that, you, you got to see it a little differently. You know, you got to see it. That this may, may actually, in a, in a weird way, be one of the most important things that you do today is, is just understand that this is your, this is your outlet, you know. Because and, yeah. and, 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 they're 100% right that 
we don't we don't need this to live. We need food, water, and shelter to live, but we need this to to not to not go crazy. It's what you know. 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 Sports can can fulfill for some people. Sports can fulfill that type of a role for them, but we need this arts and sports and things. Even even TV and stuff to to not oh, go insane. Oh, I totally you Netflix. Know, yeah. I'm like you know. Yeah. Movies you know, is another. Oh, I'm you know. a Netflixaholic. You know, <laughs> I could be like you know, yeah. give me a twelve step program for Netflix. <laughs> Except you have to admit you have a problem. Yes, first. that's true. <laughs> but but it's really I important, right? I mean, it's. I mean, it's, I do. You know. I I I chill down into that, and we mm. all have our little things that we chill down into. You know that we we kind of back down into and just kind of back off and let let things settle yeah you know sure was there something when like over the years or whatever that that was kind of a a thing that was typically tricky for you or things that came really easily or uh you know for for myself it was dealing with classical people and then having to go deal with like country and blues people that was that was my that thing was that was thing, tough yeah, you, you know? were trained on that well see now and none I, of them I, wanted I, to yeah. practice and oh said that gosh. kind of thing yeah, was, like, it wasn't the this. playing yeah. for me it was dealing with the personality but it, was there personalities. something that, well that could have been well like, i had some personalities mm-hmm. oh yeah there were some personalities yeah. oh absolutely there were definitely some personalities that decided that they were all that mm-hmm. and a bag of chips and you know and you had to um kind of like okay how do you want to do it because they would they would figure out that this is how they want to do this and they're maybe they're a nominal star i i played through the years i i backed up opened for you know been around many many stars sure nominal and bigger and depending on wherever they were and some of them had different personalities, you know, all of them, you know, and they had a way that they were, the way that they dealt with where they were. Um, you know, they were dealing with what they had to deal with, you know. Mm-hmm. And as you get older, you start to realize that, you know, uh, everything really isn't about you. You know, uh, uh, when, when, you, when, you, when you get to that point, I think you start actually like growing up. You know, when you start to realize that, you know, when I walk in the room, Everything in this room really is not about me, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, there's all kinds of people having all kinds of stuff going on all over this room, and and I just have to kind of figure out my way to fit in, you know, and mm-hmm. and not, uh, you know, have a, th- you know, I, I think the worst people that I've had to deal with were the people that really thought they were all that. That mm-hmm. through the years they really because they could sing and they could play well. Many of us can sing and we can play, yeah. but that doesn't mean that we're any, you know, better than anybody else. But some of them did think that, and and you could see the ones that did, and you're like, okay, they really think they're all that, you know, they believe their press, you know. So we gotta kind of, you know, deal with them. However, we can deal with them, and then. Once we're out of, once we don't have to deal with them anymore, then we don't have to deal with them anymore. But you deal with them while you have to deal with them, and then you don't anymore. I mean, that's just what you do. I mean, you know, um, people have all sorts of levels of how they believe that they are, Mm -hmm. you know. And just don't believe your own press, for one thing. Mm -hmm. When you show up to a jam, my problem is I tend to, this is 
one of my problems. And um, thankfully, Willie Binney, uh, you know, Wally, 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 you know, he was like, tell everybody what chords you're doing. Mm -hmm. Because I would assume that everybody knew House of the Rising Sun. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like four chords. You know, if you're a musician, you should know House of the Rising Sun. It might not be part of your wheelhouse, you know? And so, uh, early on in the jams, Wally was one, he was like, tell everybody your chords, tell everybody what you're gonna play. And so, thanks to Wally, I learned to slow down and go, okay, we're gonna do this, we're gonna do that, we're Mm -hmm. gonna do this, and this is gonna be the, and find out if they know the one, the two, the four, the thing. Because mm-hmm. if they don't, you're holding up the one, the two, the four. The, they don't know what that means. Mm-hmm. So if they don't know that, then holding up the one, the two, the four, the five, that means nothing to Even them. Even so, you're yeah. still holding fingers up in the middle of the song and it's it's you know it's for those not, who do yeah. yeah and even like yeah i mean yeah so i mean and we've talked about the jams you know on most of these pot you know most of the shows so far because i mean all of us go a lot and it's it's a big part yeah. of the scene and so i mean i think the definitely we get the people like me that that have gone a lot you know two to three hundred of them since i've been to town now it's you know, a lot of us are starting to get what this is, you know, and yeah. get the etiquette and the, yeah. and yeah. and like and but let we, others play. Mm-hmm. You know, let them play. Don't don't pick us. And every now and then, I'll pick a song that's not conducive to letting everybody play. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, my bad. You know, I've yeah. done that. I've actually said, my bad. Not a good jam song. Yeah. You know, but um, we all got to learn what those yeah. are. You know, even if we've played a long time, you know, it's it's like you you, you gotta you just go a bunch and start. Think it, you know, think it out before you go. Like the uh, another example of that is picking a song that doesn't really have any solos in it. You know, might right. be it might be okay and it might not. You don't know, you know. But but the people that literally sit there and for at least three seconds kind of think that out before they open their mouth, you know. Yeah. And that that's the kind of stuff that I've been yeah. really frustrated oh. with is the people that don't sit there and think that out for three seconds. Is that they just kind of just kind of throw go a song out there and, and, and just and and I've I've and, been you know. I've been I've totally been guilty of that. Yeah, you know, you get up there and you're like, I just came up here to play. A lot of times because I and and there here's a really interesting thing about me, in particular, because I I sing and play all the time by myself. So when I go to Knuckleheads, for instance, they on a Saturday afternoon, yeah. I want to play. Mm. You know, I sing all the time. I don't really. Ca- yeah. I'm not trying to be a star. You yeah. know, I don't really. I'm not trying to get a job at Knuckleheads. You know. Yeah. Um, I just want to play, and so sometimes I have to go. Oh, oh, you want me to sing one? And then I. Yeah. And then I. I yeah. And then I think of one, and that's like, oh crap, that wasn't a really good yeah. one. You know. And uh, so that happens every now and then right. because I just want, and I, every now and then I've told um, <coughs> a Billy, who, by the way, I do want to shout out, mm-hmm. you know, Billy Ebling does lead, and Mark and, and Dwayne, they lead one of the best jams I've ever gone to in my whole, I mean, consistently, mm-hmm. um, because they police it, it's never too loud, it's like three songs, everybody's off, three songs, they're off, three songs are off, they're, it's, it's policed. You go to other jams and it's like 10, you know, mm-hmm. and they turn it up to 10 
and you just can't get any louder than that, you know. Mm. Um, you know, loud does not mean good. Loud does not mean good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, that is something musicians don't seem to get. They're like, you know, let's just crank it and. If I'm louder than everybody else, I'm better than no, yeah. no. Uh, tastefulness is really, you know, you know, could be quite would be a good thing to bring back tastefulness. But uh, yeah, so you know, just kind of like you know, listen to each other, back down, you know, mm -hmm. when when it's time for somebody else to take a ride, back sure. it down, you know, bring it up, yeah. back it down, bring it, you know. There's there's stuff that you could do, you know, along those uh, lines. Mm -hmm. But uh, but I do have to say that the best jam that I've been to overall, overall through the years, 14 years, you know, uh, the the Saturday afternoon jam at Knuckleheads, because they, they run it right, you mm -hmm. know. They never let anybody take it over. Sure, yeah, yeah. You know, every now and then you'll get a jam where somebody just ramrods and takes it over and the person <laughs> who's running it is like you know they're 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 trying to catch up to to take it over well take it back over well yeah, too yeah. late you know so you know the, back to what i was saying with the the stuff that was hard for me at first it kind of gets into this this jam question of knowing that that, that we all got to kind of get up, especially jam wise, we all got to get up and kind of suck a couple times, you know, and every, everybody knows this, you know, we all know this deep down that we, that when you have a, a newbie or whatever, you've got to let them get up there a little bit and kind of feel their way through and try it, you know, maybe even at least 10 times, you know, up at jams to really figure out what this is. Give them but, a break, you know, give them a break, yeah. give them a minute. But yeah, yeah but, yeah. but even just a couple of times, but that is what I'm trying to figure out with doing this show is where, where does that line start and stop? You know, because what we just said was, I hate it when they yada, 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 but then we know that we got to let people kind of get up and sort of figure it out. When does the time come when, when go, now hey, it's, the, yeah. now it's the 30th time or you yeah. know, in some, <laughs> yeah. in some, in some people's idea, maybe like the sixth year they've been out to these jams and they apparently still don't get what this they is. They understand. So yeah. what, so what when I'm not, I, yeah. I'm not really worried about them because this is where I started to get, because I, because what I wanted to do is I wanted to get them to change, you know, like, like. Let's take him aside. You talk, hey talk man, you talk to him and da da da, you know. And so I'm trying to figure out you know, part of you know, the psychological at, stuff well, with this know, is that some, some people just don't aren't gonna change. They're not gonna you change, know, and so that and leads it, it back on some me. Some people don't get it. Yeah, they don't get it. They just don't get it. You know, they don't understand etiquette. They don't understand mm -hmm. um, um, letting people take a ride, mm -hmm. uh, walking all the great all the way across the stage to let everybody who wants to, mm -hmm. you want one, you want one, you want yeah. one, you, you walk all the way across the st stage to let them take a ride. They don't get it. Um, so, you know. so like I said, where I'm, where I'm at is what do I, so now I'm, that's on, you know, I've, I've let this be on me now cause, <coughs> cause so, some some people will, but some people won't, you know, do the changing or whatever. So now I'm back to how am I going to take my attitude into this, yeah. you know? And so 
So I'm, I'm trying to balance that's a that tough of, one. yeah, that's a, I don't know if there's a perfect answer ooh, that's for a it, tough but because it depends on the individual. I mean, yeah. it totally, it's, it's completely individualized. How um, mad am uh, I going to get at this? That's oh, really yeah, the question. You, you, you know what I mean? You can't, you, know, you can't, yeah. that's never bring, yeah. never bring anger to music. Yeah. But what I, what I would argue for that though, is I guess anger might not be the wrong word, but why am I saying stuff in this thing right now? It's not anger, but, but it's you get annoyance. Aggravated. You get yeah, aggravated. You get aggravated. Yeah, right? yeah so, you do. You do get so, aggravated. So where do I stop the aggravation? Do. You know, and it, it, this is yeah. just kind of a rhetorical question. You know, well, just that's you know, what I'm trying well, to figure rhetorically, out. Rhetorically, rhetorically, you could just choose not to go to those places yeah. where. I mean, yeah. that is your choice. You know, yeah. to choose not to go. If there is a person or several individuals that tend to frequent a jam that mm. you go to and tend to cause you. <laughs> heartache you know don't go there you know I mean, that would be straight know, up anxiety straight up, you, know? you know just straight up don't go there um that yeah. you know because you're not going to change them sure you know and why is it it's not your you know music is so individualized mm. that it is not my job to tell you mm. how to play your music yeah. so if you choose to play it your way and I have a problem with that. It's my job to stay away from. If I show up and you're there and you aggravate me, I'm gonna leave. I'm not gonna. Mm. I'm not gonna sit there and go. I'm gonna teach that person how to yeah. play. You know. <laughs> well, you know, it's well, just not my job. Yeah, you know? yeah, that's interesting because like that's another thing. Like this is on a way you know way deeper, higher level than probably need to go but that this is more of a, a philosophical argument I've had in my head about what you just talked about is is there a right way and a wrong way and that that's interesting because I've been arguing with myself for years what do I call cueing though well you know what I mean if, yeah. you, if we're going to talk about that there's no there's no good and bad and everybody gets to do it well how do I feel about people cueing? How do I feel about you pulling back on your solo? How do I feel about turning your amp down a little bit? Well, to right. me, that right. argument is a, no, there actually is a there better. There is a right way. You know there what I mean? There is a so, better way. Do you know what I mean? And there's so, a, there, there's you know. a, there is a majority better way. Right. Which we would all agree would be that we all turn down a little bit so that person can shine. And then we go to the next one mm -hmm. and, you know. There's there's a better way to do it. Mm -hmm. That I my choice, you know. That's what I call the better way. But that's my better way, you know. I mean, um, that's why it's a jam. That's it's why it's all different. I mean, there's people um, everywhere we go across the country. We we just went. We were just in Memphis. We were um, and and we walked in the room and they knew we were musicians. I mean, mm -hmm. you, they we walked in. Yeah. And they're like. You're a singer, and I was. And he pulled out his harmonicas, and we're on stage in Memphis. You know, um, you carry yourself a certain way. Mm. I, I don't know. Um, you know, then there's other people that carry themselves a certain way where you just you don't know if it's going to be a train wreck or not. You know, it's like do I if I ask them up here, are they going to know what key? What do we, yeah. are they going to know key? Do they understand? You know. I mean, there's different levels. Yeah, sure. When you you get raw entertainer people up there that only know how to play in G, mm -hmm. that's it. They can play in G, and that's it mm -hmm. on the guitar. And 
they have to use a capo if they're going to play an A. <laughs> you know? Because uh, then... But they're yeah. serious musicians. Right. They're good. Right. You know, so you got... Yeah, it's hard, you know. Yeah. Like, that's what I'm dealing with yeah. with my students a little bit is this idea of, well, you know, these 7,000 really good professional musicians have all practiced a lot. You know, so... so and you're, they all so can... They, and they this, have, you know, some of them have this, their nose in the air because they yeah. can, you know... But th this, this is, again, yeah. really way deeper, but... This, this is what we call uh, kind of a hierarchy. You know, that's what I'm trying to, what, what I'm trying to wrap my mind around is, the, is there a hierarchy of Ooh. getting to be really good? So then my next question it is... It depends on the genre. Well, totally. But, okay. But, we can get into the genre. So, so then, okay, well, th then take any genre. Is there a hierarchy of how you kind of play that? Right is wrong. You know, that's a wrong word, but, but better than some other ways. Oh, yeah. Well, then that leads me to the conclusion of... So then other people then would be doing it worse or better. And this better or worse thing is tough. It's a, it's a tough it's argument. Totally but, tough. But, I mean, then but then I come to the point back to what I was saying is, okay, so, you know, if, if I think I, and again, this is another hard word of objectively understand that this is every good country song in history has had these four qualities so people that aren't doing it like that are doing well, it they're just, yeah, wrong, wrong, you know? Exactly. And so, so then if I take that, I'm going through this whole elaborate philosophical argument. So if they're doing it wrong, and then, then what do I need to do about that then? So then now I watch them and they're doing it wrong. What do I do about that? Is now, and now go, I go well, down now, to this chain. Okay. Now right? here, but here is the final to me. Okay. Because music has the player and the listener. Mm -hmm. Has the player and the enjoyer. The people that are dancing. The people that are enjoying the music. If they're enjoying the music, it's right. That's another perspective. That's a, a lot, a lot, that a lot of people have. It's right. You know, yeah. You know, and a lot of times, you know, you people get like, you know, they get, you know, their mm -hmm. nose up in the air about, well, you know, you're not doing this right, you're not. Mm -hmm. They're freaking dancing. Mm -hmm. We got the beat going, they're dancing. Right. So, you know, we're playing it right. It's music mm -hmm. that they're enjoying. And, and, uh, and that is one thing with um, the genre, with, uh, you know, in Kansas City, we got the whole jazz and the blues thing. You know, you can play the blues probably with some feeling if you play jazz. But you can't necessarily play jazz if you play blues because there's a bunch more chords and all that, you know. So there's mm -hmm. all of that, you know, and I'm going to open up a can of worms with this. Oh, oh my gosh, because I got a bunch to say about this. Maybe I won't say everything I got to say about this right now. But when people are enjoying what you're playing and you are feeling what you're playing and it's in the right key, it's music. You know, and so, <laughs> sorry, if you didn't have lots of training, sorry, but it's music. 
Well, that's that. That's been a that's been an argument that like, and I'll I'll just call it in this kind of academia, you know, has had an argument with this for years. You know, oh. with me going to college. You know, we we oh, dealt yeah, with this a lot. Yeah, because you you would absolutely and, be and the so, per- perfect person for me to. You know, to hash this out with. Because my my problem is is that I see if if you want to make a two sides of this argument, not that it should be two sides, but the one the one side is that you know this this song is literally two chords you know and it's and it's mindless to this person they they see this song as mindless to this person yes people yes they're dancing right. it has this beat but i you know this but guy as smooth as the, tennessee whiskey has two chords so this guy had to practice 20 years to even be able to think about playing in the symphony because you just can't. You can't do it right. in two years. Right. So, again, this is always back to this better or worse argument again. But there's there's something that's this there. Okay, so here's so another. So there's argument. another guy who never took never took a lesson in his life, and he's playing "You're as Smooth as Tennessee Whiskey" mm-hmm. in Chris Stapleton's band because he can play music. So the, this is what, okay, so here's, here's what they would say. Here's what a college guy or, or academia kind of person, and maybe you could put the, a lot of the jazz guys in this really hardcore artists in the yeah. jazz guy. What they would say is... Um, good for them, good for them, but also um, come off of that well, a little bit. Uh, well, know? what come they would say is Umbop by Hanson, nobody's going to remember that song in 50 years, but they will remember Beethoven. But that's the argument. That's okay, what they would the, say. Okay, so, you know? so good for yeah, them. Yeah. Good for them. But in the meantime, how many of you are getting paid to pay, play Beethoven? Mm. Not I. I right. don't get paid to yeah. play to play Beethoven. I get paid to play Patsy Cline, mm. Elvis Presley. What people want to hear. That's sure. what I get paid for. Yeah. You know, so I don't really care about. You know, that I'm not trained. Mm. I've made a living at music for 50 years. And right now, you know, because here come all the baby boomers, all the the retirement homes are popping up on every corner, and I know all the songs they love. Mm. I can make a senior happy, because I know a lot of their songs, and I can keep it coming. And, um, and shoot, I'm, I'm making a living, you know, I make as much for one hour or more at a retirement home as I ever made for four hours in a nightclub. So I am not going to be going after your job, you know, in a nightclub in Kansas City. Forget it. Not going to be going after your job. Good for you. But, you know, if you have one hour of worth of music, you can actually go make a lot of seniors happy and make a good living. Right. But you know, but hey, that's my niche. I found it. I'm gonna keep going after it. Uh, we're moving in a couple of years. We're gonna move south. We're as soon as he retires, we're headed yeah, like out said, of this yeah. weather. And uh, and I'll just I'll con- I'll I'll um, mm-hmm. uh, you know drum up all of those retirement homes again because they're all down in Arkansas. I'll just, you walk in and you got a card, there's a piano, you walk over, you say, hey, can I sing you a song? You sit down, sure. you play, you're hired the next day. You know, I mean, it's, it's, it's not rocket science. 
and I just don't, I just don't have that much respect for the trained musicians mm -hmm. who don't, who look down on me, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. I, I look down on them. I'm like, sorry, you know, sorry, dude, you feel that way or do that, mm -hmm. you know, but no. Yeah. No. And that's where, that's kind of what I was trying to get at is, been, is well, I don't, been, I don't know how to feel about that. I've been making a living music my whole life and having a great time. And you know what? And I'm not, I'm um, good for you that you can read music, but Google and YouTube and I got any song you want to hear. So. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah. I used to have to buy the album or, you know, pray the words were in there because you have to understand what they're saying. Now you YouTube it so you can listen to it. Then you Google the words, you got the right words, and you got a song. Like in five minutes, I've got any song, any song that anybody wants to hear. So I don't see a problem with mm. not ever having been trained. Yeah. And I, it, I don't think, I'm just being devil's advocate here, you know, just throwing it out there for the heck of it. Um, it's, uh, I don't know how I feel about that whole thing, because I totally understand what, what you're saying, how that's really, it's really bullshit for them to all kind of look down, and at the same time... It pretty much is, because, well, you know, I'll, I'll go head to head with them. Yeah. I'll go head to head. I can entertain somebody. Mm -hmm. This is entertainment. Yeah. I can entertain somebody the, whether I was trained or not. So I'll go head to head with them. I mean, I would. Sure. I would. Yeah, and um, so. So they so what what they would say is the a lot of times the art is what pushes the ball with all the music that these art these artists coming up with really creative stuff you know is what they would say and I don't know how I. How I feel just about those two arguments because I, I very much sympathize with all the stuff that sounds like a guy tried for two seconds and then this other guy wrote this other thing that's extremely complicated and it's really amazing because I don't get that for me I don't get that much enjoyment out of playing Twinkle Twinkle Little Star I get enjoyment out of hearing Mahler and Beethoven, okay. do you know what I'm saying? Right, and that, so I'm, make, that. I'm making extreme right. examples there, you know. But And there are. You know? And that is music. Music is extreme examples. I mean, mm -hmm. you've got blues that is just raw, mm -hmm. raw blues that just, just makes you feel something. Yeah. And then you've got, you know, classic that takes you up here, maybe, that makes you feel this up here, you mm -hmm. know. Um, personally... I would rather have a tooth pulled than listen to opera. You know, I can't stand <laughs> listening. I, I can sing soprano. Sure. Nobody wants to hear it. Very I mean, the few first, now. Oh, my yeah. God. I mean, the first time I went, I remember the first time I started singing soprano in church and my daughter was on one side and my ex-husband was on the other and I started, and they both went, you know, and they were like, what happened to you? You know, because I sing alto. I sing down here. Yeah, you know? yeah. And, uh, I can sing soprano, and but I don't. That's my taste. I don't choose to listen to operatic soprano voices. I choose not to listen to hip hop. Mm -hmm. You know, there are things I. That's my taste. Mm -hmm. That does not mean that that's not incredibly. Oh my God! You know the the talent and the 
you know, dedication that it would that it takes to have that kind of voice is is unsurpassed. Mm-hmm. I can appreciate that, but I'm not listening to it. Yeah. I don't want to hear it. La la la. <laughs> don't want to hear did it. Did you did you like singing in choir? So you did oh, a I couple did. choirs. I did. Yeah. I sang in choir. Um, I did, and I did sing soprano a little. Um, alto was my main comfort zone. Yeah. I actually sang tenor. A couple oh wow! Of, yeah. yeah, I could sing low yeah, enough. You're way low. I, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they didn't have enough tenor guys, you know. I was like, well, I can hit, I could hit the higher parts of the tenor. I couldn't hit the lower ones, you know, but I could hit the higher ones. And oh yeah, I've, I've, uh, so I know about music theory, you know, and I learned about all that, you know. But they never have uh, enough tenors. Never have enough tenor elevens. But yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I was in Madrigal. You know, oh really? Yeah. Had the whole, that's fun. You know, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's cool. But, the, but the uh, music thing, you mm-hmm. know, I I just never I I just taught myself. Mel Bay, learn how to play mm-hmm. the guitar, was what how I learned about the guitar and G C and D and why C has F and G and why the cycle of fourths and cycle of fifths and I learned all of that from. Mel Bay, learn how to play. Mm-hmm. And then I took it to the piano. And the piano, so much easier. It's like, wow, sure. it's the patterns. And, and I have a mathematical brain, you know, so it's patterns. And, well, mm-hmm. that makes sense. Okay, well, if I'm in C, then that means if I'm going to be in D, then that means it's got to be this. And, you know. Sure. Um, so I taught myself how to do all that, you know transpose on the spot but now when my my keyboard has a transpose button so mm-hmm. that's kind of fun you know i can just oh but then you got to remember to take it off when <laughs> one time oh it was oh one time and it was my fault i somebody wanted to play something like in b or you know some god awful mm. key that nobody plays in you know so b like, is god awful oh it's awful so i just went boop so I'm playing, I'm just acting like I'm, well then I forgot, and I got off the stage, this was at Knuckleheads, and um, the professor, what's his name? Um, oh, uh, I'm not going to Gary. Remember. Yeah. He got up there, and, and he was like, and, and I, I remembered as soon as I got off the stage, I was like, I forgot to take it off transpose, you know, so I'm like, I'm sidling up there, I'm like, I forgot to take it off transpose, mm-hmm. you know. You know, I was like, oh. <laughs> so my bad, yeah. So yeah, yeah. yeah. And 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 uh, you know, and there I am talking about capos, you know. But, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. It's it's yeah, the bluegrass. Similar, we, but, we, yeah. recently we went to a bluegrass because uh, we play a bunch of different styles of music, and um, we went to a bluegrass uh, thing this weekend, and I was playing the guitar and you know and all that, and everybody's using their capo, you know. I'm like, just play an A, you know. Why can't you just? Play an A. Mm-hmm. Why do you have to have a capo? Yeah. Can you only play in G? You know? Right. But that's you know, everybody's on a different. Mm-hmm. We're all on a different level. So I got got one. We're probably almost almost done here. But uh, t- tell me a little bit about your experience, specifically like specifically being like a woman in the music business is there have you experienced oh. some really <laughs> yeah. crazy stuff or how is, long uh, did you say for this one mm-hmm. oh yeah there's been some stuff but 
being able to really play has saved my ass. Mm. Explain that. Why, why is that? Um, you know, if I was just a chick singer, mm. you know, I couldn't stand it when, uh, you know, they wouldn't even carry their microphone stand. You know, I'd be in different bands through the years, you know, and I'd be the keyboard player and they'd be the chick singer, you know, and I got my microphone and I'm like, well, carry some shit. You know, we we're all carrying stuff. We all got to make this happen. You know, I couldn't stand it when somebody was just a chick singer. That, um, oh, God, just being able to hold my own, mm -hmm. you know. I've always, and I've been able to, pardon me, I can also kick some ass, you know. So, you know, I've also been able to hold my own in that way, you know. So yeah. don't, don't mess with me, you know. But, uh, but I could always hold my own. I never mm -hmm. had, you know, I... I just, I was always able, able to hold my own. Sure. I could play my ass off. They, they said know? this on, on the uh, Ken Burns jazz video, and I think it was Mary Lou Williams, I think the lady from, uh, or, uh, yeah, I think she was the one who said it, but she was talking about that guys in general, and this is back to the kind of philosophical, psychological stuff, is she was, she, in her opinion, if you could really play, the guys start treating you a little more like a sister, Absolutely. You know, and I don't know. I don't know if you agree I have, with that. Uh, absolutely, um, that is so true. I became. Uh, I have brothers. Mm -hmm. Everybody that I've ever played music with is my brother, mm -hmm. and that is absolutely the truth. I they they were like, well, dang, all right. Um, I think one of the one of my best friends in the music business in Kansas City is Max Groove, mm -hmm. and I think when we first met. Um, uh, he, the, I, I first came to town and I was playing down on, uh, across from, uh, the blue street, uh, what was that called? Danny's Big Easy. Yeah. You know, way back. Yeah. You know, and I was, you know, a little blonde chick playing the blues, you know, and, and so word got around, you know, so they came across the street and, and I think he told me when I said, Hey, could you grab that amplifier? And he was like. Just, she's my sister, and and we're like best friends. You know, we've mm -hmm. been best friends ever since. I would die for him. Mm -hmm. You know, he's my friend. Yeah. You know, I think he would too for me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You know, so um, yeah, absolutely. Um, there through the years there have been some guys that have a thing. Um, they 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 you know they get this. <laughs> well, well, little lady, let me show you. Yeah. You know, yeah. You know and. You know, and, and I, you know, I'm just like, you know, match me note for note. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I got it, you know, and so I, I've never, I just, I just never felt inferior to anybody because I've always been able to play music and keep people happy in the audience. And that's what really matters. It doesn't really matter how many notes you can sing in a phrase like you know I love Mariah Carey and I love Whitney Houston and I love I will never be able to sing like them you know mm -hmm. little kids are growing up now listening to them and matching note for note and we've we've got these kids growing up that are going to be able to sing like mm -hmm. crazy you know my buddy called it super freaks. Like yeah, we had Jimi yeah. Hendrix I mean, who were freaks, they're, they're but now we have like, yeah, yeah. you know, because just it ridiculous gets Just like, you know, just like players. when people are, you know, trying to match the swimming and match the, you know, the, the high jump and all the things that everybody just tries to get better and better and better. And that's what you do. You know, that doesn't ever take away from what you can do. I mean, you're never going to be the prettiest, the youngest, the fastest, 
the strongest, mm. the best guitar player, the best piano. You know, you know, be the best that you can be. And just do that. And be happy. Mm-hmm. And that is the best answer to any life question you could ever have. Just be the best you that you can be. Mm-hmm. You know, there's some there's something that you you are the best you that you can be. There's nobody that can be you better than you. No all the things that you can do all together combine to be you. There's nobody that can be you better than you. But they might be younger, they might be prettier, they might be faster, they might be stronger, they might be better violin player, they might be a better piano player, they might be a better guitar player, mm-hmm. but all in all, they're not a better Rob Foster. Mm-hmm. You're the only Rob Foster. Holy moly. Um, last question for you. Tell me a really crazy gig you got to do. Or a really, really, really great gig you got. I mean, you can answer it however you want. But tell, tell me a gig story. Oh, gosh. Well, there were some cool ones early, early on. This is pretty funny because I was, I was 11 and I was in the, uh, the Arkansas. I was from Arkansas. Mm-hmm. So Little Rock, or it's the Arkansas Country Music Association. And we would hire, they hired like Willie Nelson and Hank Williams Jr. Mm-hmm. and all the big names to come and I was 11 so I was like armpit high <laughs> so early on you know I, I get to go on their buses they have a high little lady and I'm armpit high <laughs> should be enough right there um, and I got a real good picture of music should be something that you own rather than letting it own you as an early, 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 I was like, I don't want to be on this nasty bus with all these nasty, stinky, oh, they stunk, and oh, <laughs> it was stinky, and I was, ugh, and I was like, I don't want to do this. So I grew up and wanted to have a child and have a family, mm-hmm. and music has been, I have owned music. Music never owned me. Music never dictated mm-hmm. how I was going to live my life. I owned music mm-hmm. and that I, I learned that early when I was like 11 going on those buses and they they're so stinky and they're oh and I was like I don't want to do this oh no uh-uh. oh they were so stinky and so yeah really truly that you know they would have the fans on stage you know where you could smell oh mm-hmm. yeah they didn't bathe very often so, yeah. That left not, a mark. Oh, <laughs> totally not going to yeah. go there. Yeah, it's not going to so, own me. But so, sometimes that happens with a lot of us that, we've talked about that a lot with all of us that are kind of gigging quite a bit, is that, and that 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 is one thing I will agree with you about the people that, that get a little bit stuffy, is that when when it be, when they do start getting stuffy and it is kind of about the work, it, they, they can lose the love of it. And that, that, is, that is a problem with that argument. Um, and so, I mean, that's really great that it sounds like it was always fun for you, so it was never a drag. Never. Um, never and, a drag. Uh, and the, the thing I will say about that is this happens with my students a lot, though, is that when they... Because I, I feel like this argument is a little bit half and half. That, that's just my personal opinion. Because 
like I was kind of saying earlier, is that I, I've got a lot of students, you know, and they, they're, sometimes you'll have a student and they're, they're, the, they're just as good as they were last year. They haven't done any practicing and then they're sitting annoyed. That's Do you know what I mean? You know, it's, it's like, not, it's not that they've sat there and mm. said, no, I choose to, you know, I choose to not care about this jazz or this, you know, getting oh, this good. And then they, and then like, like I'll, I'll, the blues scene is for example, you know, some guys who have learned their six chords and now they can play 500 blues tunes and then that's fine. They don't want to play jazz and they're genuine. They don't care about all that stuff. I want to do this and I have no problem with that. My, my problem is when they keep saying, man, you know, huh, I wish it was better. And then they start in all, all that stuff. That's where I come back over to the side and go, well, you know, the, these guys have sat in the practice room and actually tried to the couple extra chords. Now they have 200 more songs they can play. And so that, that's where I, I see wow. the academia's argument. They, okay. They're not they're not a hundred percent correct, but they do have this argument that if you do sit here and care about all of this practicing and this what they would call integrity with the music of not learning just three chord songs and that kind of stuff, you there is more fun than you can, that you can have than Twinkle Twinkle. True. That's but, that's what I would. But argue, that would be my know? question: is what is your intent? What that's, is your that's where it comes. What back is your to. goal? Yeah. What is your goal? Right. You know, if if someone. And and I would I would venture to say if someone's goal is to be famous, get a job. Do 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 do. Mm, yeah. Get a job. Don't even. If that is your goal to be famous in music, mm. you know that is so rare. Make have music be your joy. Um, some some part of you that is just that makes you shine mm -hmm. that makes you different than others maybe but don't don't try to make it because my brother okay my brother is he's a he's a musician in Nashville mm -hmm. he has written many many songs um, he's been a, a busker you know a side musician in Nashville sure. for many years he's way older now this moment of clarity that he had, this was 20 years ago. He said, back when they were young and pretty, back when I was young and pretty, they wanted old and grizzly like Willie Nelson's. Now that I'm old and grizzly like Willie Nelson, they want young and pretty like yeah. Garth Brooks. You know? sure. And I was like, well, get a job, you know, I mean. But, um, so don't, I would, I, oh, you know, too many people just think, oh, I'm, all that in a bag of chips and there are so many others that are all that in a bag mm. of chips. Just find a way to allow the music that you have to enhance your life, mm -hmm. not define your life. Yeah. You know, that was that is the biggest thing that I can say as, you know, a 57-year-old woman who has had music be mm -hmm. a huge part of my life for 50 years of it yeah. is that I never let it own me. Yeah. I always said, I'm going to play music when I want, how I want, mm -hmm. where I want, what kind I want. I'm going to play blues. I'm going to play country. I'm going to play rock and roll, whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's why you never burned to. out. 
I it's never burned be, out. You know, it's, I mean, it's never burned be. out. And now, and now I found this whole niche with the retirement homes where mm -hmm. I'm like, you know, huh, you want to hear, I got plenty of Frank Sinatra, you know, I mean, yeah. you know, and, and they laugh and they love it and I love them and it's an hour and I'm done and I'm down the road. Yeah. And listening to, you know, blues on my XM radio, mm -hmm. you know, to yeah, Bona sure. Massa, you know, Joe, you know, mm -hmm. whatever, you know, I love all, I love all of that. And, um, you know, my husband and I, when he retires in two years, we're going to travel doing whatever we want. Um, a lot of gospel. Mm -hmm. uh, I wrote a bunch of gospel songs, country style, you know. Sure. Uh, I, we're going to, we're going to do music the way we want to mm -hmm. do music. We are not going to uh, try to be stars. Never, ever wanted anybody looking into my life that much. Mm -hmm. yeah. I don't want anybody peering into my, yeah. you know, I want to be able to go... Done. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so that's. So I never wanted cool. to be a star, and I think a lot of people do. They just really, you know, my mm -hmm. brother for one. I mean, a lot of people just. Oh my God, I gotta be a star. Mm -hmm. You, you can this... wear you can wear one outfit. You can eat one meal at a time. You can drive one car at a time. You can live in one shelter at a time, and. You just don't need to be a star. It sounds like what you're talking about is something that I've heard before. It was like when you make your destination the goal, like the star is the goal. What what you did was the opposite. Is you made the, not even the journey. That's cheesy, but you made the the along the way to be the fun part, and then yeah. you ended up sort of where you needed to be. Yeah, you I know? Don't need to be a star. And when yeah. they set the goal, it's like, what happens if, if you, you don't, don't make oh the goal? God, you know, yeah. my brother and, is like, oh my god, I never. You know, yeah. I never wanted to be like that. And, and he's know? he's miserable, and you're not. You know, and and that's probably just you know, like you just said, that's attitude going yeah. in, going into it. You know, going into it, never you know? never cared to be, uh, never cared to have it anybody in my daily business. Mm -hmm. you know? and so, yeah, but music has been a very big part. But I make it my, you know, it's my choice. Like whenever I do the themes, I love the themes. When mm. they say, okay, coming up is. St. Pat's. Yeah. So I'm going to brush up on Danny Boy right. and when I, and I even do when I dress eyes or smiling. I mean, I, I do the accent and everything. Why not? With a smile on my face and they love it and I love them. And that's great. Yeah. yeah. I have so much fun and I'm going to die happy. I'm not going to die like, Oh my God, I was never a star. Right. Yeah. That doesn't matter to me. Well, it sounds like a great attitude, and uh, probably probably wrapping up a little bit, but uh, definitely uh, definitely uh, keep keep doing what you're doing. It sounds like you're having a lot of fun doing it, and have a good attitude, and um, yeah. and uh, come out and uh, you know you'll be out at the jams a little bit doing. It sounds like you're doing the retirement homes, more, and that's great. Uh, you know, two more years, and then we'll probably move south. So yeah. you'll see us for a couple more years, and then we're gonna. It's cool, definitely. Go to warmer weather. Mm -hmm. Good luck with that. Oh, yeah, Lord. that should it's be fun. It's twenty. It's twenty degrees warmer. All year every round. day, yeah. where we're thinking about moving. I'm like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I could, I could put up with some of that. You bet. You bet. Well, uh, Tiffany Barbie, thanks for thanks for coming. Oh, what a pleasure! What a pleasure! Thank you for having me. Yeah, no problem. Uh, so we'll be back next time with more interviews of some other person talking about stuff. So. Uh, we'll see you guys later.
keep playing music. Mm.